This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Who gonna check me, boo? And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld And We were just singing We were just singing singing in the rain to each other i don't yeah i don't know it was like (laughs) serenading in the most magical way the the vibe is interesting this morning i (laughs) dylan we have to talk about something that i learned about you yesterday and so did a lot of other people oh my god we had a company trivia night last night and Mm -hmm. dylan took karate as a child and so I want to hear so more we each about a, it. We each had a fun fact that we were supposed to submit and then we had to guess who's. So mine, my fun fact was that I took karate in a man's basement <laughs> when I was a kid, which is I was tr- letting you let, tell the second part of that detail, which is true. Um, OK, Qu- I'll just c- quickly. So I started taking karate when I was in maybe like third grade and I took it at the YMCA. There were like karate classes at the local Y in St. Louis, Missouri, and there was this the guy who was like the teacher the sensei he was this cool guy like whatever he taught at the ymca and i knew that he had like his own he had like his own kind of like business and then he just like taught some classes at the y and then after like a year or two he was like not going to be teaching at the ymca anymore but i wanted to keep taking karate from him and so i went to like his own class which happened to be in the dojo in the basement of his home like who has a dojo in their home <laughs> well because it's his business it's like, i guess yeah. it's like if you're if you have like a hair business and you have like a you know like i get it i get it. Um, <laughs> I get it <laughs> but yeah so you you walked through through the garage there was a separate door so it wasn't you didn't have to like walk through the house to get to the basement okay great. but um but yeah it was down there i mean there was like uh, so the dojo area was very clean. There was a bathroom down there. There was a little waiting area. There was a water cooler. Like it didn't feel creepy, but to say I took karate in like yes. a year old man's basement sounds horrifying. Right. Like the your fact was like, that's, you know, like, hmm, whose could this be? I went be? for the shock value, I would say. Well, we now, na- by the way, guys, my team narrowed it down to a guy because we're like, no parent would let their g- little daughter take karate classes in a man's basement. That's, That's so we're like, it has to be a guy. But so my fun fact was that I never had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and it holds true to this day. I obviously. wanted to guess you. And then we ended up going with somebody else, but I was like, Barry, there are a lot of foods that Barry doesn't eat. So, <laughs> well, at least um, I know that you knew me. <laughs> let's, we have two shows to talk about today. We will get to Salt Lake City. First, let's start with Below Deck. Um, this episode, I, I'm starting to realize that this season feels a little boring thus far yeah. to me. It looks like next week may get a bit more intense, which I would welcome at this point. The thing with Below Deck is that I like watching them do their jobs. Like, I'm not 
I'm not like, oh my God, why isn't there drama every second? But we're like six episodes into the season now. There there needs to be like a little more of like a catalyst event versus just like, okay, Shane overslept again. Right. Like when we, even when I've done questions like on the Instagram, people are always like, what do you think of Below Deck this season? Like specifically they ask that question because mm-hmm. you're right. It's not that we want people fighting all the time, but it's like, that's why we watch the shows is to see what goes wrong in these situations, you know? And so, yeah, it feels like, I don't know. I feel like they've only gone out one time this season so far. No one's hooking up with each other. No one's hooked up. We might see James and Elizabeth, something start to happen. I don't know. I, and I feel like we've seen like Elizabeth is underperforming. Shane is underperforming. These are like recurring themes, but it's Mm -hmm. like, I want, I want some confrontation. I want something. I don't think this season is like bad. I just think it's a little, it's a little slow so far. Totally. And it's funny because I sometimes look up and think that Hannah's on my screen and I'm like, no, it's just still still Francesca. Like they sound a lot alike. And I know people in Australia probably don't think they sound alike, but to me, I'm like, oh, I don't think no, I don't think it's just the accent, though, because obviously like they're both from Sydney, but they have a right. very similar like sounding voice. Yes. Um, Love. We do see from last week, Rachel, Chef Rachel gets her caviar just in the nick of time. I <laughs> I'm sorry for the it... fact that that's the most dramatic thing that's happening is like, will the caviar be here in time for dinner? Like, that's not you it was know. funny, though, because they had arranged that they were going to pick up the caviar at 645 on the dock. And then they're showing the clock and it's like 647. And she's like, where the fuck are they? How aren't they back yet? And it's like, babe, they just got the caviar. <laughs> yeah, I mean. So far, she's done a great job as chef other than yeah. her own freakouts, which is fine. But it's kind of wild because all the in the past seasons when all the chefs fuck up, which is all the time, it's like, oh, my God, will we ever find a chef that knows what they're doing? And like we have Rachel now and we're complaining that we want more drama. <laughs> no. We're like, mess up the food, please. It is interesting. Like so, thus far, we're we've had three full charters and I don't think there's really been one instance of Rachel like having a bad meal or something other like than that. those so, that one person complaining that the crab was fake which was so obnoxious because yeah I mean you don't that go on a yacht fault. and get fake crab um <laughs> I am curious so we see again Shane is he oversleeps and he's you know just like messing up do you think they call him into the um whatever the bridge or whatever at the end do you think he's gonna get fired or are they gonna like kind of just give him a talking to that's a that's a loaded question because of course the answer should be of course he's getting fired but because they're treading so lightly with him and his behavior they might actually I can't see Captain Lee giving a warning though like he he doesn't do that but it is crazy because Shane started practicing his knots which was so cute like after like the they messed up the first time. So they showed him mm-hmm. really quickly, like practicing. And then he went back to his room and like jotted down his notes in his notebook. And I'm like, wait, he still wins our hearts every time he messes up. Like, I don't know. Well, he's one of those people where I, he was talking about this, that he, you know, he just like wants to succeed and wants to do a good job. Like sometimes having your heart in the right place doesn't mean that you're going to be good at your job. So oh, like, yeah, my, my last note is Shane's about to get fired. <laughs> 
<laughs> I so it's interesting because of like definitely sometimes on these shows you see someone who's just like fucking around and you know slacking off and like really not you know trying and I think that Shane just seems like he is truly just not a good fit for this type of work yeah and I mean the fact that like multiple multiple times now he's been sleeping when he wasn't supposed to or overslept or you know it's just the kind of thing where it's like at a certain point if you can't set an alarm and get your ass on deck at 7 a.m or whatever time you can't you can't do the job it's not nobody necessarily thinks that you don't care it's just like this isn't working right exactly and that's fine not everyone is fit for everything but another thing we see for below deck is coronavirus and we see ashling talk to her mother i think and she lets her know like she started to see it in australia a little bit before she mm -hmm. got there but now it's like getting bad so her family's warning her to like get a mask get a mask like it's bad because i think now they're panicking that she is in an enclosed area with new people and it's just interesting to see all these shows starting to touch upon what's happening while they're filming well, and they, so they flashed for the first time that I noticed, they flashed like the date on the screen this right. episode. And I think it was like February 21st mm -hmm. or something. Yeah. So they're still a couple, you know, on like Southern Charm and stuff, they're in like, you know, the height of March and everything shutting right. down. They're still a few weeks out from that, but it's definitely at the point where people are starting to like be aware of it. Mm -hmm. The good thing about this timeline though is that this means if it's only February 21st, they should be able to get through at least, you know, a few more charters before like everything shuts down. So I think it'll be late. Like, I don't think it, I don't think we're going to get to like, like quarantine before pretty much the end of the season, but it's interesting to kind of hear them talk about it. Right. Because remember when we were in the heart of, the pandemic mm -hmm. and they announced that a new season of below deck was coming out. That's this season. And right. we were like, when, when did they film this? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So like, surprise. I, I, I kind of, usually I feel like I'm generally aware of like what shows are filming. And for some reason I just hadn't heard anything about below deck. So I was like, Oh, okay. I'll take like, it. That like, was a I, sneak attack, a sneak attack um, from Bravo. So next week, it looks like we're going to get some more excitement going on, which I'm, I am clearly looking forward to, but this episode of Salt Lake City this week had a lot going on. Yes. I I feel like they are packing in the storylines, but all, I mean, I don't think any of the storylines feel like fake or stupid. So I'm I'm no. enjoying it because there's well, a lot to talk about. <laughs> well, well, one major um fight is being dragged a little bit. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they are the only shapewear that won't ever roll down, no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash 
MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about effective shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. Yeah, so let's let's get into it. So we open up, uh, of course, at the Met Gala luncheon from last episode, and basically we leave off where Jen has kind of apologized to Meredith, and Meredith is like, "Okay, I'm glad she apologized," but she Jen clearly has not apologized to Mary, and so Mary and Jen start going at it, and Jen is still basically like, you know, well, like. I just explained like my family, blah, 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 blah. Like, this is how I am. I don't know. Like, like, what do you want me to say? And I do think like both of them are being a little bit ridiculous in this context, but Jen is just taking it to such a higher level of like antics and anger and getting loud. And it's just a lot. It's the overreacting and the yelling. And I, I can't really deal with that. And that's why kind of when her and Meredith were going at it, Meredith like walked away. Cause she's like, I can't, you can't mm-hmm. deal with someone speaking to you like that for a long time. Especially we talked about this last week. They're at a restaurant. They're the only ones there have a conversation and stop raising your voice because I, I see that both of them. I agree with you are like holding their own Mary. It does a very, very, very good job at holding her composure keeping her composure Mm -hmm. and I think when you talk to someone like Jen keeping your composure kind of sets off the other person a little bit so you can tell that by Mary not reacting it was making Jen react even more right because Jen starts to be like well don't don't open your eyes at me like that and she's latching on to the fact that Mary kind of has these like bug eyes that she's doing and it's like, okay, I get why you're like annoyed by that, but she's not actually doing anything to you. Like she's not like her doing yes. something with her eyes is not like a reason to get up from the table and like yell at her. And then, you know, I I think Jen, Jen needs to learn the difference between <laughs> being involved in drama and being dramatic because I think Jen is a little too focused on kind of like causing a scene and being the loud one and you know kind of trying to create these like moments whereas somebody like Whitney is giving her commentary on what's happening and talking about how she just is there for the pasta which a queen and I'm sorry she is a queen other other people have figured out how to be involved in the storyline that's happening and involved in the drama without like being the drama you know does that make sense yeah and 
the best part of the episode, hands down, is during the screaming match when they pan to the waiters standing there and yeah, I was falter. dying. They were and Mary all of a sudden goes to Jen, you're being dis you're being rude to Walter. And then Walter Jen, is upset. Jen Jen <laughs> snaps back and goes, I knew I know Walter and Arturo too. Okay. Like they're they're like the waiters have become the, the main part of this fight. Like they're my waiters too. Like I know them okay. and the waiters we're probably just Walter like, is the owner put some respect on Walter's name all right sorry you're, you're right the owner but he was helping out with the luncheon he was helping out with the luncheon but going back Whitney I can't express like me and my friends talk about this too like Whitney it where did she come from and why has she not been on Bravo for longer oh I, my god I feel like every so far in the show, like every scene that Whitney has really been in has made me like her more, which is kind of I mean, I know we're still only a handful of episodes into this show, but everybody else, I feel like I have a more like kind of nuanced feelings about like I'm like, OK, so like I really enjoy Lisa's presence, but I think she's mm -hmm. like a little obnoxious. And, you know, I can see how the thing with Heather was stupid and like blah, 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 blah. Whereas Whitney, I'm just like, no, I love her. No, I love her. And hi, we're the same age. So imagine me okay. sitting at a table with these women. I would <laughs> shut it fucking down. I okay, so I, I would I read that for she, the pasta too. I know she said she's 30. I've read that she's actually 34, that she just <gasps> like guys, I'm not 34. I'm not 34. <laughs> she's 34. What a liar. No, I think she just was saying, like, I think because Mary 30, said yeah. you're 30, and she was like, Yeah, yeah. I'm 30. Um so okay, we that leave that sense. I feel better. we leave the luncheon not in a good place in terms of Jen and Mary. Um, and I don't know. Mary was saying on Mary was kind of acting like she was on, on an island by herself. I don't know that I see that. I think Meredith is pretty solidly on her side. I think Whitney was very um, I think Whitney Whitney was trying to like calm the drama, but I don't think she was against Mary at all. So I I don't know. I think I understand why Mary feels a little alone, but I don't think that's actually the case. I don't think it's everybody against her. Right. Well, we do see her and Heather going to dinner and talking about it because her and Heather got into it a little bit at this luncheon. Yeah. So then they went to dinner to like talk it out. And it, it really, really, really is different when you see Mary get emotional and talk about her life. Like mm -hmm. just like Heather, like you actually feel bad. Like what she went through was almost like traumatizing where she was forced to do something she didn't want to, but felt the need to respect her grandmother. So she did what she had to. And I love when, when Heather was like, so he's not your blood grandfather. And Mary was like, no, that that's inset. No, I didn't marry my grandpa. Like, no. It's, inter it's interesting because I kind of just assumed that all of the women like understood what was happening at the beginning of the season. But clearly there's like a little bit of like telephone there, maybe some rumors that we kind of we got a clear explanation. I feel like episode one, whereas the, some of these women are still like a little bit confused about the situation. Totally. And it's crazy because like the Internet, yeah, it could be trolls. And but in the end, like accounts like ours are all fun and games whatever but it is crazy how the internet like came for her when before the show premiered without knowing yeah. something like that so i don't know you kind of feel bad even though it is weird she's aware it's weird but still <laughs> um, we speaking of so heather is at home and we meet her daughter ashley's boyfriend <laughs> Jaden, who Wait. is like the most like teenage boy like you can tell that he's like the guy that 
like the teenage girls would think is like hot hot and he like comes over in his like big loud car and they're like they're like Jaden's here (laughs) (laughs) I think it's so fun to see and like I I thought it was interesting the conversation that Heather was having with her daughters about going to church and how they feel about that and like I think it I I imagine it would be hard to kind of like have your parents perfect like Mormon relationship and then yeah. that ends and it's kind of like eh, like I don't that know was amazing really feel to like, see that was amazing we, to see I don't know if we really feel like super welcome there or like whatever like yeah it's good that they can have that conversation because I think so many kids who grow up in religious families are kind of like resentful of that and so it's nice yes. that they can have like an open conversation about what they feel about it Right. Like Heather was like, I'm going out super late tonight, so I'm not going to wake up for church. But if you guys want to go and her daughter was like, if you're not waking up for church, I don't think I'm going to go either. I'm going to sit this one out. And then she seemed kind of <laughs> young. I don't know if they said how old the younger one was, but she she um, was the one that said she felt feels judgy judged when they go. And, yeah. you know, that's also ni- like n- not nice to hear, but from someone that age and it's crazy because heather is the one who is most vocal about being mormon and and kind of wanting to continue that so it's nice to now hand it to the kids and be like how do you feel Mm -hmm. about this we're not forcing you to do it speaking of being mormon we have lisa at her son henry's birthday party which I, I just think she's so funny, just like the way she talks to her kids and stuff. But she's talking about her marriage. We see her talking to John and she's telling us in the confessional about how the LDS church has, you know, it's not till death do us part. It's and it's for and for eternity. And I think it's interesting because that is such a major thing in that religion. And I think it's something that, you know, obviously, like we all know about marriage, but like it's interesting to hear her perspective on it and how like important that is to her and I really like her and John's relationship she's kind of putting it in context with the issues that Meredith and Seth are having and I like that she can be open about the fact that it's like yeah like we've fought we've had issues I've thrown his Rolex out of the car window but they seem to be in a really healthy place with their with whatever issues they've had versus Meredith and Seth (laughs) Okay, yeah. I mean, it is very difficult to watch that relationship because I can't read Meredith. It's like, oh, and by the way, I agree mm. with you with Lisa and John, but she goes, John Barlow. Um, Meredith <laughs> is very, like, you can tell just like going through something. And even when when Seth was leaving, like he was like unpacking up and leaving, she was like now. And then she was like, I think, and so you could tell she like wanted him to stay, but then she was like, I think you should go. It was like watching a, yeah a a lifetime movie i i feel like meredith seems like the kind of person who when she's dealing with something she go she goes into herself more than kind of showing her emotion and talking through it and so i would imagine that one layer is that there are these cameras and it's like weird to talk about stuff on camera but then also just like in her personal relationships she doesn't seem like a super like outspoken emotional person so yeah we see her picking him up in the airport and then again when he's leaving like they clearly are there's like there is love there but they are in a spot where I don't think either of them really have like figured out what to do about the problems that they're having and I I have not been in the situation so it's like tough for me to like give advice or anything 
but it's it's weird to think about when you're married but separated but still theoretically trying to make it work it's like what's the timeline there like what are you actively doing to like fix the problems because like at a certain point you can't just be like separated and not seeing other people but still married and still in love like forever you know right. well, there the has issue, to be some kind of solution happening right the issue there is also that he is fully confident that they're moving to Ohio and she's not <sighs> so that conversation definitely needs to be had between the two of them but I mean listen I hope it works out I I, I like them together it's just you think that time apart would help and it looks like for right now it's not working for them but mm-hmm. I mean we shall see. I also want to mention that she posted on her Instagram last night a picture of her and her daughter, Chloe, in her new robes that she launched that you she said that you'll see on tonight's episode. And so I noticed when she was in the episode when she was wearing her Meredith Marks robe with a double M on it. And I was like, well, why would anyone else, if your initials were an MM, buy that? I mean, but similar to each to, their own. <laughs> similar to the Brooks Marks tracksuit, which is covered in Brooks's name. And it's like, you know, I love me some Brooks, but I don't think I'm going to spend $150 on a tracksuit with his name all down the side. But, you know, to each their own. Maybe it's fashion and I don't get it. But we have um, thought about <laughs> buying it before. Just letting you know. You know, maybe I'll see if I can expense it. No, I think it's sold out. <laughs> Who knows? Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> well, there were probably like six in stock. I don't know. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. We talked about Whitney earlier and how much we're enjoying her. So we have to talk about Mm -hmm. what she is going through on this episode, which is also intense, but in a different way than Meredith and Seth. So she is 
with her dad and we know her dad has had um, issues with addiction and struggled with that. And so when he left rehab the last time he was supposed to go straight to sober living, but instead he went to California to just hang out, I guess, and was having a really tough time. And she makes it sound like he didn't relapse, but he was not in a good place. Right. He a little unclear. He he went and it was funny when they when he arrived, they were like, we knew you'd be back. And I was like, wow, what a welcoming. <laughs> so so this time he's going to go to sober living. He's going to pay for it himself. And Whitney is so supportive. So, you know, she is really clearly the one who is on her dad's team and really like fighting for him to be good. Right. And- Shh we see her with her brother and we get a little more insight into kind of her family background, which I think is important. Yeah. She is like totally her dad's support system. And I can't imagine at someone of that age taking on such a role in someone's life. And you can see how if she hasn't done what she's done and continues like, her dad would be not who he is today. And we do see her with her brother and she explained how her parents each have kids from other marriages and then her and her sister together. And so when the family has been divided and then when Whitney, you know, started supporting him even more, it got divided even more. And Mm -hmm. it seems just like an overall really sad situation but Whitney is just such a, like a, a nice soul that like she's not giving up on her dad she wants her dad back and she's doing everything she can and we do see that he is um you know accepting of the help that he's getting which is great to see also that he's willing to d- go to sober living and also yeah he he seems like he is in a place I mean, obviously we don't know him. He seems like he's in a place where he's kind of like ready to put in the work. And I think Whitney is, I'm sure she's relieved because if she's, you know, spent all these years worrying about him and, you know, through these like darker times and spending all this time and money, like trying to help him here, I'm sure hearing him say that he's ready to do the work and help himself is kind of the best possible thing. Um, Yeah, I mean, Whitney is just like such a she's a breath of fresh air on the show. I feel like there's a lot of big personalities and like, you know, Lisa is a lot. Jen is a lot. Mary's a lot. Like it's it's nice to have someone who I feel like I'm never sort of like I'm never like rolling my eyes or like, yeah, you know, she just has like a, a really nice energy that I can't quite put my finger on, but I'm enjoying it a lot. Yeah. And then surprise at the end of the episode when we get a sneak peek for next week, who do we see besides Utah's finest Lala and Katie? Oh, yes. my God, so, I guess we're getting into <laughs> Sundance. Yeah. So it looks like there's going to be some Sundance stuff, which is fun. Obviously, that's like Lisa loves to talk about how she's like the queen of Sundance. Right. And so I, I like that they um scheduled or, you know, the filming ended up being around this time because I feel like that's a fun thing that is Utah is known for. It's in Park City every year. And it's like, you know, no other Housewives show is going to Sundance. So like, I feel like that's like a fun kind of like special thing. Yeah, and I am excited to see this interaction because we have seen Lisa talk about Sundance time and time again. But then remember a few weeks ago when Katie called her out on Twitter. Shady Katie, yeah. Yeah, she never saw it Sundance, but now they come face to face. And I'm like, what's happening? Right, I'm like, I 
I would understand if it's like, oh, she's not like the queen of Sundance, but to say like, I don't know, I've never seen this woman. It's like, I feel like you're lying. <laughs> I don't know. I like Katie. I, uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. It'll be fun. I have a feeling they're not going to be like on screen for much of the episode, but right. it's fun that we get a little, like a little high crossover. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah. And we also look, we're going to see Brooks doing some fashion stuff and, you know, it's going to be, you know, I'm excited for that. But on that Um, note, Dylan, who is your Bravo lab this week? Uh, I mean, I'm going to give it to Whitney. I feel like that's like the easy answer, but Whitney, she had a great episode and both in her, in her shady commentary and in her personal emotional scenes I really enjoyed her and I'm you know keep it up Whitney okay I agree with that but because we like to not choose the same I'm gonna give it to Meredith because I like how open and kind of vulnerable she was this episode Mm -hmm. talking about her marriage and I know that it's hard just watch go back and watch if it if I were her but I also just like really like Meredith so putting you know in her role putting on lip gloss like that's so me (laughs) before this season in her interviews and like you know talking to her it seemed like she was kind of nervous about being on housewives and maybe a little more reluctant than some of the other women in the cast and Mm -hmm. I think that's partially her personality but also now that we're seeing some of these really intimate moments with her and Seth it's like yeah I'd be nervous too who wouldn't be to see like you know you having this like tough conversation about your separation and marriage like on screen who like of course you're hesitant I agree but it's also something where maybe this wasn't happening when she signed up for the show and then it did and it's just like oh shit oh shit yeah it's hard panic to mode <laughs> well thank you guys so much for listening don't forget to check out the bravo by betches merch collection on shop.betches.com follow us on instagram at bravo by betches and rate review and subscribe to this podcast and we will be back tomorrow thank you to our sponsor splash refresher meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless splash refresher makes hydration deliciously easy splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness all with zero sugar and zero calories i am gonna go grab myself a wild berry splash now that i am done recording and you should too consider your hydrated self thriving find splash refresher today on amazon and instacart or at your local walmart sam's club or kroger Betches.